0: You are listening to the Movie City Maniacs, episode 12. On today's episode, we'll be chatting about Phantasm IV Oblivion from 1998.
1: Everybody, welcome to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Maddie,
0: and I'm Kyle,
1: and we'll be talking about Oblivion. Sorry,
0: when I went to set, I had a sip of I, coffee. I, I in heard my that. Mouth. Let's go with
1: it. Though. You're talking to like, do you, like you're, <laughs> your lover, semen? Is that what you were drinking? I, most
0: podcasters drink beer when they do their podcasts, yeah. I'm sure I, I drink a coffee because usually we do these so late, and I need that like spunk.
1: I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was making myself a pumpkin tea as you do and like nice. i was pun- pulling out the pumpkin i was dipping already, like eh? the tea and i was like there's no like less manly thing in the world to do than make yourself a tea oh <laughs> you're dipping the tea bag have you noticed that like there's know. no tough way to do that that's true yeah it's like <laughs> i'm a real bad boy you know that i was like doing it in front of my wife I'm like yeah you know i'm a badass <laughs> So tell me about that pumpkin tea. How <laughs> it was wasn't it? that good. It was, was from last year, so it was a bit stale. So oh, okay. it, wasn't, it wasn't the best.
0: Yeah. I'm excited, though. The, all the pumpkin lattes. I everything. saw, it, like, I had my out. first pumpkin beer the other day. I've already seen people <laughs> complaining about that it's too early, but you know, fuck them. Yeah, I, exactly. I look forward to this hey, every listen. year. So uh, I
1: don't get why everyone says uh, pumpkin spice is basic bitch. Like, I love pumpkin spice, man. I've
0: never heard of that. Oh, no? I, I thought everyone loved pumpkin right. spice. It's
1: delicious. <laughs> I'm telling you. Pumpkin spice beers, I think, are fucking great.
0: Well, beers, coffees, lunch. Yeah. Have you tried the Oreos? Pumpkin pie. Oh, did
1: the Oreos are out of the great man it's all good man yeah it's all
0: good all good in the hood <laughs> Anyways, this is episode twelve, we're gonna be talking about the fourth film in the Phantasm
1: series. And like this isn't even like this probably is coming out in September. Right now it's August. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like we are definitely like premature on this. Yeah, we're recording yeah. a little bit early trying to get ahead of schedule. You got that pre Pum. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but um anyways, uh do you have anything to you wanna discuss before we
1: talk about what I we're do watching? actually. I had this question for you. I should have looked it up before I got here, but I figured I was thinking about this all day. I've been meaning to look it up. But I guess Jeepers Creepers Three got um they were supposed to have their world premiere at the uh, Chinese Man Theater, or what have you. It got protested out because yeah. of Victor Salva, the yeah. director. I guess was a pederast. You are gonna make us talk about that? No, no. I'm just <laughs> curious about. Did he do his time for uh, he did his, his crime? Well, he
0: did his time, but it was like one of those things where you get three years, but oh, you do so like a year, and as long as he
1: you're did really that year, nothing. So. Anyway. Well, he
0: did legally. He did what was mm-hmm. expected, but obviously, many people don't feel he did. Uh, that's enough. I mean, he. Fucking molested a child yeah. and filmed it on camera and took advantage of a kid in his film. I don't want to get into that because it's a very touchy you know. subject, yeah. and I, I don't even know how I feel. But it's it's yeah. it's really it's like I love those films. I'm excited to see part three, and I yeah. hate myself for
1: it. You're right? Yeah. It's one
0: of those things. Like I know it's it's totally it's bad. bad.
1: It's but, like trying to watch like a Roman Polanski movie, like, exactly. Ooh, but his films are so good. Oh, like how man. how it's hard to separate the art from the artist. You know
0: the people that can do that. You know all the power to them. But I, I couldn't imagine the, like not watching Rosemary's Baby or the yeah. Tenon or even town the, even the that Ghost Chinatown, but even that yeah. Ghost movie is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, he's just a great director. So,
0: you know, if you can do it, Woody Allen and other guy, yeah. like there's just so many of them
1: and then there's... I guess it's a lot easier for directors because he's not like directly in the line of sight. He's more like a conceptual person. Yeah. Like you don't think about like, oh, you're seeing him right dead then, dead set in front of you.
0: Yeah. And then there's like, I mean, he definitely did it. Yeah. But then there's like Michael Jackson, Brian Singer, yeah. these guys that there's Possibly Allegations Allegations And it's just like And then what do you do with that Like do you not Do you ignore their work But then there's no proof Like what if they're Completely innocent Mm -hmm. It's just It's one of those It's that line man But yeah I I just Try to you know, it. I'm not watching him on screen. I'm watching this film that was made with a... You know, I don't... Mm. Did he write it? Maybe he did write it, which sucks too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it's got, you know, all these actors, a big team of people. Film's not made by one guy. But, it's made by hundreds But this isn't
1: new information. People. Like, like this this happened no, well, a couple this, of years this, back, yeah, I think right? this
0: came out when... I'm. Um, Disney was actually releasing his film Powder and uh, the boy was protesting in front uh, of oh, yeah? around that because and I think the movie Clownhouse was coming on DVD I don't know if that was around time yeah. no this would have been time. after but even that I think that came out on DVD mm-hmm. and it got a release and then he protested so they pulled it yeah uh, yeah. the kid protested so yeah I don't know it's one of those things you go on anytime it's brought up in groups and yeah. threads and it, it you know it just becomes arguments because there's yeah, the, people that feel one and a half mm-hmm. and, people, and no one's really necessarily right I mean it's just you're beliefs i guess and i don't know it's one of those yeah it's such a, a tough subject matter yeah but um I don't, I don't even want to talk
1: about it anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sorry I brought it up. I just figured you might Fucking know something. Guy. I doubt.
0: <laughs> no, I, I don't know what's going on with that film, and you know, we'll we'll see. Uh, I wanted to talk about a big announcement was John Carpenter's finally coming to Toronto. Oh, are you excited about that? Who's got? Uh, fr- well, we're like front-ish, pretty, pretty front row, but on the yeah. top. We got the seated. <laughs> we're old way. man. We can't yeah. handle the pushing around in the yeah. mosh pit yeah. area. A anymore. John
1: Carpenter. <laughs> Dude.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, we're we're going with oh, me and uh, Adam Bentley, who was uh, on our show a couple episodes ago. I so am it's gonna so be so exciting. About it's gonna be pretty exciting. Are you going
1: to do like a John Carpenter ramp up for it? Like you're going to watch like uh Christy and you're going to well, watch when is, that's like that's November, uh, right? Yeah,
0: oh, maybe we can. See, it's, it's so hard because usually on October we're so like horror movie out, yeah. we want to take a bit of a break and maybe cover some like ninja films or something. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. Maybe we will have to do a John Carpenter. Yeah, <laughs> John Carpenter is one of those guys that's always good, and he's got that mix where you, you know, could watch. So yeah, Big you Trouble, could like, like, Big you could Trouble, do... Starman, yeah. uh, some Escape, yeah, some Assault, Escape from L.A. Assault, yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, the other thing though I want to talk about instead of just bragging Suspiria. about our John Carpenter, yeah. yeah, Suspiria has finally been announced. It's been three plus years in the making. Ooh. This uh, Don Don May from Snaps Films announced that he picked up this film. It's like his dream project. He also did yeah. The Night of the Living Dead, which um, you know at the time and even maybe to this time at least on DVD it was like the best release of that film all these years. Yeah. Like he's a guy that if he's really passionate about a film he puts his all in it. And this film he said like it's one of his favorite films. He's been trying forever to get it, he pretty much turned down getting three other big films because this film was so expensive to license oh, out really? That he had to turn them down uh, to get this and yeah he's been spending three plus years I mean that's why they've only they only released a couple films a year yeah they're not a big company they're not releasing you know 100 films 200 yeah, films they're a like year not screen factory exactly or they're releasing a handful of films a year and and I mean they haven't really been releasing much because yeah. all their work and time has been focused on this I mean he was dealing with a lot of it himself I believe they actually got the um, director of photography um um, I, I forget his name, but either way, the director of photography of Suspiria has actually come on because he's like all the Blu-rays before oh, that have been amazing. wrong. This is how the colors were meant to be. They oh, went back, they so got cool. the 4K transfer from uh, Italy and another. I, I don't know. They've been doing all these like color tests, and this is gonna be the first release as well. They found that it's never been. It was lost for a long time. Mm. Originally, it was released in theaters because most theaters only did. Two uh, yeah. stereo sound back in the day. That's the seventies or, or mono. I guess I guess most of them would have been stereo. Yeah. But they actually created a 4.0 um, surround track, oh, which was huge maybe, for that yeah. time, and only you know a handful of theaters could actually play it. Yeah. But it's been gone, or no one's used it all this time, and they've actually went back, and apparently you notice and hear all things that you never noticed before, oh, and it that just is so dope. I don't know. I'm so excited for it. It's there's gonna be a ton like hours mm-hmm. of extras. It comes in a you know in a beautiful steel book, of course, uh, a little slip cover over it, but. The, the biggest uh, controversy, of course, is uh, Snap's they've been doing this um, with these films that they they spent a lot to license, because again, they're of not course. a big company, they're not going to sell. When Anchor Bay released Suspirion DVD in the mm-hmm. three-disc version limited set... They released 60,000 of them. And they yeah. sold 60,000 to the point so they released a single disc version later on. Yep. This movie, they're releasing 6,000. <sighs> and it's not that this is going to sell in a day. That's just how the market has gone. I mean, yeah. the, the days of selling 60,000 of anything are happen, long right? gone. I mean, even the biggest films are probably only selling ten fifteen so thousand. 15,000. But this one is
1: going to sell out for sure, right? Like 6,000? It
0: will, but here's is... the thing. The big controversy is the price. It's a steelbook. It, it's $50 American. Ooh. And then you add in shipping, like for Canadians after shipping Well, I think we're looking at about 80, which is pretty insane yeah. for one film. And there's been a lot of people complaining, and I get it, I'm not defending the price. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they could have released this in a different way, or maybe released a single disc version without the extras, maybe the, a big expensive. But again, I, I totally do understand, I am going to defend them slightly, because again, like they're not selling $60,000, they are selling $6,000 this film, yeah. they spent, you know, who Three knows what years. they spent, but I'm sure it was a ridiculous amount of money, they spent Three years of time and money. Mm-hmm. You know, the steel book is not a cheap thing. The shipping is expensive because, again, when you're dealing with steel books, unfortunately, if you just ship it in a bag it's going to come dented, scratched people yeah. are going to complain you're going to have to ship another one it's the same thing and they're expensive to produce I think you have to do so many and uh, yeah I mean it pretty much adds a couple of dollars to, to your cost of every of every disc so shipping I mean you have to send it and wrap it up yeah. and while wrapping it in a box so it can handle the shipping so there's a lot to it I understand people are frustrated but at the same time I mean I am going to defend it because the other thing is I listened to um, Don May was actually on a podcast called Shockwaves which yeah. is a bunch of guys from Blumhouse do the podcast, and they have like you know directors and actors, awesome. and, and usually the best episodes. And they say some of their most popular are the ones where they have like the DVD producers like Screen yeah. Factory on. Because you know like they're the fans, well, right? Well, like exactly. That we want to know what's coming, and we want to hear about why they can't get this film, how hard it was to get this film, what it was like to put this film out. So I don't know this one was a, a big one though. And there's a whole like hour episode of him explaining all the stuff yeah. they've done to it. So I, I recommend everyone that you know is complaining about the price listen to it I'm not saying it's going to change your mind. Yeah. and a year 80 bucks is still 80 bucks right exactly and it, the way I look at it too it's like 80 bucks I mean you go buy a new movie on Blu-ray it's what $30? 30 dollars Yeah. so it's the price of two two and a half it's like yeah. I will take this over like two re- I'll take this over fucking Spider-Man and <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. actually Guardians of the Galaxy I just got in Steelbook and it was like 40, with tax it was 50 bucks oh so listen I mean, mind you, came with a 3D and a 4K disc. Oh, wow. But still, you know, if yeah. you if you said, you know, do you want Spider Man and Guardians or do you want Suspiria? Suspiria. You're going to superior, I yeah. mean, that's why I look at it. I always look at it. You know, if you have a budget and you spend this much on discs, well, just keep in mind. Yeah. That, you know, maybe don't buy a lot for a and month or two. And I get assume
1: it. that it's going to increase in value is what I'm thinking. Well, like, yeah, once it goes out of print, it will. Yeah. Again,
0: they probably will do. that. What they've it's been doing disc. is, yeah, they've been releasing a big expensive steelbook yeah. and then a year or two later releasing it on a stripped down, just basic yeah. case. Uh, and, you know, if you can if you can wait another year, yeah. it'll probably be, you can probably get it for 20, 25 yeah. bucks. Um, but again, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I personally am not going to wait. Yeah. It's a movie I love. It's one of my favorite films. It's so and it's a film I know I'm going to get a lot of watch out of it, yeah. so you just got to decide I look at it as like fuck back in the day man we'd go out on a night of drinking you'd spend 80 bucks easily well listen back in the day it was like fucking like a, almost like a nightly basis for me these days so um, yeah I don't know I get why people are upset about it but I wanted mm-hmm. to throw out my uh, two cents there um, I definitely pre-ordered it and I threw in uh, the Phenomenal Steel Bug as well oh, so oh, pretty, listen, pretty expensive listen, you know yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
1: The, just don't tell your wife and we fine we fine the
0: shipping was the same yeah. if you threw another one in so it just made sense <laughs> and i have i actually ordered from them previously the demon steel books and the tenebra so i need, oh, I need right. to have all the argents of course yeah hey, they have popcorn as well on that one i was kind of like uh, well, you know what? Do I want to spend fifty bucks, or so I can get the, the same edition without the steel case for twenty dollars? So that one, I was like, yeah, but I want all the Argento. Yeah, matching, of course. I mean. And yeah, like I said, they, the stripped down versions have all been identical. I think you lose the CD. That's the other thing. The Spirit is two disc plus. It comes with the CD. The
1: CD is probably worth it. Like that, yeah, that CD is fucking. That's worth guilt, at least right? you know 20-25
0: yeah. bucks. Whatever a CD would go for that days for that. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, that, that's my two cents on that. Or oh, your eighty bucks on that yeah. if you will. <laughs> In my opinion, it's worth every cent. But yeah, of course. Um, you know, that
1: yeah, you're a I nerd. understand if you're not.
0: Again, like you go to the movies these days, go with your wife and a child and popcorn, man. That's 80 bucks. Yeah, it's 80 bucks right there. So, this is a movie I'm going to own and have to watch forever. And, like, you yeah. said, it'll probably increase in value. So, anyways, anything else? Or do you want to jump into what we've
1: been watching? I'm jump right into what we've been watching. When's the last time you actually watched the movie The Sandlot?
0: It's been a while, but I remember enjoying Dude, it. It is
1: such a feel good movie that doesn't really go anywhere. Like, I watch this and I, I love this movie, but I've. I think I have such a nostalgic glasses when I watch this movie no, cuz it doesn't really go well, it's a coming, anywhere. It's a coming of age film. Yeah, That's how those films it's are. It's for kids. It's not like a coming of age like when you kind of go back and like kids are like punching each other and like trying to get laid. It's like they're just wholesome Kids doing kid things. Yeah, which well, I thought was kind of well, cool. Stand by me, man. Well, well, they're going to see a fucking dead body, man. Mm-hmm. They're swearing. The kids' ears got like put to the stove. Like, this that is adult. This is like a
0: kid, kid learning baseball. And this
1: is know, like a children's a relationship version with of Stand dad. By Me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it is a good movie per se, but I love it so much. Wow, this hurts me. You know that what I'm isn't saying?
0: isn't Dennis Lear, the dad in it? Yeah, yeah.
1: He doesn't really do much. He just kind of sits there and, like, yeah, I teach him And it's play got baseball. that
0: James Earl Jones.
1: Yeah, as he, yeah, yeah. dude, I really enjoyed it, but I think if I didn't watch when I was a kid, I wouldn't enjoy it now, I don't know if
0: I believe. I don't know if I, it. I, know if I uh, go with. I'm
1: that. curious. if There's a litmus test, like if someone hasn't watched this, say, like some uh, guy comes from I don't know. I, like, um,
0: I think it works the same way. Any of those, you can watch it and you can yeah. relate to. You know, it may not have been baseball, but I can look at that and see the same way as you played. You know, street hockey yeah. or you know, kickball or I don't know. I, I personally always can.
1: I, I think you ones. should watch it and see if uh, you still get the same uh, reaction because it is like a very quotable movie. Like a lot of my buddies still quote that movie to this day, but it's still not the
0: Yeah, I, the I have tightest. it on Blu-
1: Blu- Blu-ray. Maybe yeah. I'll have to throw it in. Yeah, tell me what you think, because there are some really cool scenes where like they tell the story of the uh, monster dog it oh, yeah, yeah, goes yeah. back into black and white, like, oh, it's kind of a cool idea. is like, one kid- kid A
0: Smalls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing
1: me. <laughs> And there's one kid when he like he kisses the uh, lifeguard like oh that was actually a well well but that's I mean a, a it's
0: those I always look at those mm-hmm. movies as not necessarily like you know the a linear, a plot from a whole yeah. it's all about like the moments each scene in the movie is like moments you relate to in your yeah. life like the. Kid kissing the the lifeguard, lifeguard and, mm. and you know, just playing out on the field with your friends, playing, playing baseball, baseball. getting in arguments, and mm. telling the the horror stories. Isn't the, don't they sit in a treehouse and eat s'mores? And shit yeah, or that's what they're telling. This I horror mean, like story. that's that, Yeah, it, that's the yeah, shit. I want. It, I don't know a nostalgia boner. So I, I don't know. Uh, I personally it, prefer yeah. those type of movies and like a lot of comedies these days where they would add this like big plot with the police, you know, they yeah. accidentally would see something and the government's getting involved yeah, and the FBI, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it, I find every they're comedy these ET? days, like, <laughs> no, but every, every comedy these days, it's like, everyone, it, it ends up turning into, like, an action film yeah. and the police are chasing them. You just after want, like, a feel-good... I just want, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I personally enjoy those movies where there's, like, not a plot. days and confused. Everybody wants them. It's yeah. just, like, a day in the life of these guys yeah. at different ages and when this, to me, is, time. like, the, the kid version of those.
1: I guess it is a kid version of it. So I don't know. It's hard for me to branch because I, I had so much fun watching it again. But like thinking of it with like critical eyes, I'm like ah. I can see how people wouldn't like this movie. What are you going to give it? Mike? I got to give it four because I love it okay. so much. You like, gave it like a two or something. Yeah, no, and no, no, I was no, ready no, no. to drop this. I, I'm, I'm just curious. If, leave. I'm curious if you didn't watch it, if you would still dig it. You know what I'm saying?
0: I, I don't know, man. I think I think that movie's timeless. I think, think a lot, so. I think it's timeless, like Goonies,
1: like yeah. Monster Squad, like Stand by Me. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it would hold up. Like because again, Goonies, it doesn't. Goonies is going to hold up no matter when you watch it in life. This one, I don't know. I think there this, was a certain time this doesn't even take place in the present. Does it's the 50s? Yeah, 50s. Yeah, it's already. I don't know, man. Oh, You'd be crazy, Maddie. Hey, be hey, crazy. hey, listen. Why don't if you guys any out there like disagree with me, like email us or like if this if you haven't watched this movie, watch it and let me know what do you think.
0: Horror podcast getting in an argument. Over yeah, yeah. The hey, Sandlot. Hey, hey, listen.
1: <laughs> you know, hit us up on the Twitter at a uh, Movie City Maniac. Did you know accidentally you
0: watch like the Sandlot two or whatever that no, was? No, no, no.
1: I, I saw that. Like, <laughs> I looked at. Do you know the, uh, the big kid who's in it? who was in like the uh, of Pauly Shore movie? Really ugly looking kid who turned into like really, yeah, ugly yeah, yeah, adult. yeah. I'd like to see what he was in. He was in Sandlot too, as well. Okay, <laughs> was like, nice. okay awesome. was,
0: well, he was in a really one of the best, actually. X Files episode, Bad Blood, I believe it's called. Oh, yeah, he's uh, it's a really good one.
1: He looks exactly the same as an adult as he did when he was a kid. It's kind of weird, man. Huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, speaking of nostalgia and yeah. if a movie holds up or if it's all just nostalgia, I watched from 1991, a film I've loved since I was a kid. Everyone hates it. It's on a lot of worst of lists, but the people that do love it are very passionate of it, like myself. Nothing but trouble.
1: <laughs> but trouble. <laughs> this,
0: uh, this is the one starring uh, Chevy Chase, John Candy, Dan, Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd, and Demi, Demi Moore. Moore. What a fucking cast.
1: What a great cast, actually.
0: Um, and this is like, well, not maybe not in his prime, but he was—he wasn't. Chevy Chase was, you know, this is two years after Christmas Vacation. Yeah, he's still doing good stuff at the time. Dan Aykroyd, same thing. John yeah. Candy was obviously was great up until he died. Uh, and Demi Moore, this was probably her in her prime. Yeah. But yeah, it's, have, you, have you seen this movie or recently? Dude, it
1: has been 20 years. I've been meaning to pick this up, but I can't find it anywhere.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, yeah. it's a movie, I guess, again, because no one likes it, and it's a it huge hasn't... bomb. Um, like it, it is on DVD, but it's a full screen transfer. Yeah. That's the only way to get it. I held off because I was like, ah, it's going to get eventually yeah. a nice widescreen Blu-ray, and it never happened. So I you know, I eventually just caved in, paid my $5, picked it up on DVD. Uh, and yeah, I was curious if it held up, mm-hmm. revisiting it. It's a strange fucking movie. It's got to be right. Like, so it's a PG comedy, but it it has horror overtones throughout it. Like because people are getting eaten in it after a well, yeah, roller coaster. Like, well, it almost feels like yeah, it almost feels like a PG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. It's like this crazy judge and these kind of not really dirty cops, but these cops bring them to this like junkyard manor. And um, Dan Ackerd's this old guy that's his judge, and he's just this he's pretty much judge, jury, and executioner, yeah. and he just sends them all to death. And it's so that's kind of like Text Chains yeah. of Yeah, like um, st- I think it's uh, I want to say um, what Baldwin, I think it's Stephen Baldwin. I was gonna say the ugly one, but they're all kind of ugly, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, the, it's probably the, Steve, the dopey right? one. I think. Yeah, I think the dopey one, Steve Baldwin. Yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he gets um, arrested. And he's with a bunch of crew, and they're all like the, doing, they're drinking and sorting coke, yeah. and you know they get arrested with all the drugs. And yeah, they get sentenced on this roller coaster, this rickety old wooden roller coaster that goes up the track, and they're all frightened. And then it lands into this like funhouse kind of thing where there's these clamps, and yeah, like eats it them. eats them, and it spits all all their bones at this yeah. target. <laughs> Which, again, it's not graphic. It's PG, but it's just like the stuff that's kind of happening scary, is very right? kind of, yeah. It, it's very, it's kind of frightening. And but even the there whole like area is monsters like. monsters in
1: the junkyard, but they're like
0: giant babies? Well, yeah, there's these two. I think they're his nephews, uh, Dan Aykroyd yeah. as the judge's nephews. And yeah, they're these big babies, uh, Bobo and Little Devil. Yeah. And it's like practical effects. It's like these big, gross, kind of, they almost Bad look like. Suits. Like. like Adult, uh, adult garbage pail kids yeah. or something weird. I don't know, but they're all like covered in grease and dirty, and yeah, they're weird. Uh, what else? The whole area, it's like this here, but there's all like there's this room with like all like head like doll heads. There's mm-hmm. all like garbage. it's surrounded by the, this mode of like swamp water, and it's just very frightening they actually find a room and it's all the old um driver's licenses that they've taken and the whole room is just covered on the walls of all the people that they've murdered and there's like missing nazi doctors jimmy Hoffa's uh licenses (laughs) up there um and then there's like corpse just sitting there that looks like something out of like psycho or something so yeah it's just it's like how do you i I don't get what they're like you understand why it was a bomb because i don't know who they're they're marketing the film for like it's weird right teens would be like ah this is to PGL where's the gore and then like it's not a family film and then like regular like Ma and Pa would be like what the fuck is this like yeah it's just too disturbing and weird. And uh, Chevy Chase in there. I mean, it, does the Digital Underground make an appearance? They do like like a five minute rap yeah, song. I'm glad you. I see. I don't know much about yeah. rap, but I guess Tupac was in Digital
1: Underground because he's yeah, in I think this he film. Was, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, they they do. They get arrested, but then like they do this song, and he lets him go. That's does
1: a Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> he does a Dumpty. He has that but, weird nose. It, yeah,
0: it was kind of it was kind of catchy. Actually, yeah. Speaking of his nose, there's a scene where he's like he's looking in the mirror and Chevy Chase hiding behind the wall peeking through, and you see him, and he like. Takes off his nose and his nose is like a, like a fucking crypt
1: keeper's like
0: right, it's all rotten. I was talking
1: about Humpty Dumpty actually, the Humpty Humpty dance. Oh, he oh,
0: yeah, he, that he guy does a weird have a weird, Yeah, what is what's that all about? His saw, nose is like
1: a pickle, a pickle, diggle
0: No, but what, is it a fake nose? Or yeah, it's a fake nose. So what, what's the story behind that? <laughs> I have is? no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just uh, I, 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 I thought that and I was like, that's what, what's that all about? But yeah. um, I was just like, yeah, it I must mean, be his just thing. Just Um But yeah, no, there is a scene where Dan card like ripped off his nose and got a fake nose at one point too. No, uh, well, there's a scene that I always remember, and it haunted me since I was a yeah. kid, and it still haunts my dreams now, so it was strange revisiting it, but there's a scene where they're eating... Oh, sausage? Well, yeah, throughout the house, too, I didn't mention, there's all, like, everything is a contraption, like, he comes down from the, the ceiling above, in this chair, and, like, these hits a button and the table flips up and a train rises oh, and, the, that's right. and that has all it the, has the pickles condiments it on it too doesn't it, it? Yeah. yeah it's fucked up but the whole house it has all these traps and like they're getting chased and the walls are caving in like there's again it's like a horror mm-hmm. house or fun house um, but yeah there's a scene where this movie sounds awesome to me like <laughs> I, I I
1: gotta steal this on you
0: there's a scene where he's eating sausages yeah. Yeah, and it's so gross yeah because
1: like, he's shaking it too <laughs> yeah and it's
0: just like, oh it is
1: <laughs> but doesn't his nose uh, turn into a dick in that like scene or no I don't think so uh. no.
0: Yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah, J- Chevy Chase, like I said, he's he's pretty good in this. Like he's still got that witty timing, but his jokes just aren't as funny. They like you can kind of flop a see, he's, bit. yeah. Like some of them are. I think it's just too weird of a movie for yeah. his style of comedy. Some of it works. There's some great scenes at the beginning where he first gets arrested and he's doing yeah. the whole Chevy Chase thing, like mm-hmm. where he's patting him down. And he's like, oh, you know, a little, little bit to the left there, but yeah. you know, can you, you he's know, just fled, him fled, doing fled, his fled. yeah, doing his Fletch kind of uh, dialogue. And I, I don't want to spoil, it, but the, I'll just say there's like the shock ending. And I was like, oh, what the? F-? that's pretty fucking ballsy for oh, this yeah? like Chevy Chase, I Dan Aykroyd, John Candy movie. It's just this very weird, dark, black, dark comedy. I, I don't know how to describe this film. I really it, don't. It,
1: it does sound amazing, though.
0: Well, here, here's the thing. It's not great. I think I've always enjoyed it because it was so weird, and I still enjoy it for that reason. Yeah. But it, it's, a, it's a bit overlong. I think it's like, is it two hours? I could be wrong. It does drag a little bit. Again, mm-hmm. some of the comedy work, some of it doesn't. You were just watching because to see what's it's coming fucked next. Up. It's just this really weird, like it's just like it's one of those movies where it's like it's this weird piece in, in cinema history that like how did that get made and like who, who almost signed like, off on that? Yeah,
1: almost like Garbage Pail kids, like Because well, yeah, exactly. it has a budget. like it did have a budget. Well Garbage
0: Bale right? Kids at least like they had a, a popular card yeah. brand and they thought they could somehow I mean, yeah, they did it yeah. completely this weird insane mm-hmm. movie. But at least they had something like, I, I can't believe they were like, read this script and was like, yeah, let's, here's fucking 15 million or whatever. Like, yeah. I think it was a big bomb. But yeah, I, I think everyone should watch it. Yeah. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Okay. Um, again, it still holds a personal spot for me. Yeah, I've, I think I, so. I, when it hits Blu ray, I'm going to still be the first in line to pick it up. I, I'd <laughs> love to see if maybe the widescreen helps it.
1: Do you think it's going to get a Blu ray or like, not really? I, I could
0: see it eventually. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, look at everything getting, everything's yeah. getting a Blu ray. is The market may. Apparently, some may say dead, but I don't know if I believe that. I mean, we're still getting 30 releases a month of yeah. like just weird. crazy weird movies I never heard of or never thought we'd get yeah. a release. So I think it's only a matter of time. I think Warner will release it as part of their archive line or something. Well, that but makes sense. I mean, it, the, the film does have some really great set design and just a really cool, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to say atmosphere,
1: but just a really cool I know that the, feel to the, it. The, the house looked really cool from yeah.
0: what I remember. It's just, a, again, it's just this weird horror... Texas Chainsaw some mask. It would've worked House. really well in like it, a, PG, um,
1: like a sitcom kinda of deal, right?
0: Well I, I don't know. Yeah. Is it too weird? <laughs> I don't I think it's too weird. Yeah. yeah. I think it it should not have been made <laughs> okay fair enough but um yeah and, and John Candy I forgot to mention he's uh he plays two characters he plays like the cop um the judge's son and he also plays um the daughter in drag <laughs> that's kind of amazing um, so most of the movie yeah, is John Candy in drag I'm okay with um, those which again is so fucking yeah. weird and yeah Dan Aykroyd with like the makeup is this like just evil judges. This has got to be cocaine fueled,
1: right? Yeah, like no, they were well, all yeah, on... he, I think
0: he wrote this actually. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, because he's well, he's in all that yeah. kind of weird stuff. I mean, he's got the skull vodka. Yeah. He wrote the Ghostbusters films. He's all into those phenomena
1: shows and aliens. Like, who directed and... this? Is it, it? wasn't Reitman, eh? Like, there's no way it was Reitman. No, I, I don't think it was anyone
0: big. I don't believe, at least. All right. Um, anyways, yeah, you, you should watch all of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to see
1: that tonight. I, I was actually
0: kind of disappointed. I was like, you know, I could have say this for Halloween because I think it would have worked. Yeah. as I think. it...
1: You could have got away with it. Mm-hmm. So I
0: don't know if you want to save it for uh, the nah, October I'll, I'll viewing. watch it tonight when I get home. Um, anyways, I'm kind of
1: excited about watching it, not going to uh, lie. So, what else did you watch? Uh, there was this uh, documentary I watched on um, Shutter called uh, Primal Screen. It's a pilot episode. What they want to do is get a bunch of things that terrified you as a kid and uh, look into why it was so scary, like the first thing you saw. So they did a whole like a half hour on – do you ever see the preview for the movie Magic?
0: Is that with the dummy with
1: the dummy it's just like a dummy's head is like hocus pocus I me, yeah, and yeah. he becomes me it's this kid reenacting how terrifying this was to him and why and it went down the line of like a auto-something-phobia, I forget what it was called, Hmm. automation-phobia, where you're scared of uh, puppets and, like, dolls and lifelike things. So it goes down, like, why these things are scary because it does reenactments of, like, monsters jumping out of your bed and all the creepy dolls they made in the past and kids that
0: laugh. I think for me it was dolls, actually. Yeah, and it does why dolls was
1: creepy when the puppet master why that was creepy and it it showed, even talked about the... uh, uncanny valley how like uh robots are if they're cute they're fine but they look too much human they people are terrified of them so i guess that's why uh ventriloquist dolls fall into this uh interesting thing. so have you seen magic
0: i actually haven't because this movie
1: looks insane to me it's anthony like,
0: hopkins right? yeah I've, I guess um, he, I've almost bought it a couple yeah. of times i think it's on blu-ray
1: from uh i want to say blue underground yeah i do want to check it out because uh, i haven't seen this either And like that preview alone I was like I'm I'm game
0: I've I've heard it's decent I haven't heard like it's you know amazing or anything but I've definitely I just want to see
1: Anthony Hopkins in this like weird like movie where he's making love to a fucking puppet (laughs) (laughs) anyways yeah I had a ton of fun I kind of hope this turns it it's the same guys who did The Nightmare who did like uh, Room uh, 237 and Them Cats or uh, Killer Legends I think was them guys maybe it wasn't no Killer Legends wasn't them they
0: did uh, Room 243 and then Nightmare what's that one about The
1: Nightmare yeah yeah hmm and I'm curious I mean yeah I- check it out like hopefully it turns into um, a series is what yeah. I'm hoping well, but what would you I, I could give it 3.5 because I love reenactments and this is the best thing they've been doing like probably the closest thing to unsolved mysteries like you know the reenactments that always scared the shit out of you as a kid yeah this is the closest thing that they're doing it to reenactments interesting mm.
0: uh, I watched Um. I guess I'll talk about both of them at the same time and then I'm done yeah I've I- didn't get a chance to see it in theaters because it's hard for me to get to theaters, but I was dying to see it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 Oh-ho. from this year. And then before it, I decided to, I haven't watched the first show in a while, so I thought I'd revisit that, okay. see how it holds up. Um, Guardians from 2014. If anyone knows about, it, if you ever heard of any of our previous episodes, uh, Drax always kind of got on my nerves. I think that is acting was, was so was quite wooden. Bad.
1: The but second you know movie, he destroyed how good he was in the second movie. Uh, You didn't think so?
0: let me get into it. Okay. So this time around, I was actually surprised. He actually didn't annoy me as much and I kind Mm. of got what yeah. he's doing with his bad acting who really stood out this time for me was at least just the first film Kurt I think. Russell? no <laughs> sorry I'm still done with the first film okay. but uh, I think she gets a lot better with the second film but the first film uh, Gamora I thought was mm-hmm. very like stale it's like she didn't know what type of movie and it still felt like she was kind of just reading yeah. the lines not really understanding what she's saying um, I got that from her a lot uh, of course Rocket and Groot are the real stars of this film they're still amazing I thought all their scenes were great I love oh, the scene yeah. where they have to break out of the jail and he gets the guy to get the leg and <laughs> That's kind of amazing. Why, I was right? just joking about the leg, and he's laughing himself. And he's like, dude, I had to bite off him for 50000 or whatever. Um, Ronin, decent villain. He has a really cool setup. I mean, right away he like chops off his head. I mean, you don't see it, but you see the yeah. blood go down. And they set him up as this really scary villain and then kind of do nothing with him. Yeah, they do
1: kind of like um, a shit the bed on. Like, the again, Mar-
0: Marvel just fucking cannot do their mm-hmm. villains, man. You got Winter Soldier and. I don't know if they've they done any It's good. I, I don't know. Their villains mostly suck, and mm-hmm. unfortunately this is no different. Uh, the film ends with a dance-off. Um, I thought that was kind of silly, right? It, it kind of... You know what? For this film, it kind of works. It's kind of stupid, mm-hmm. but I'll let it go for this film. Uh, overall, it's harmless fun. I, yeah. I didn't enjoy it as much this time as I I don't think like if I was doing my top 10 of comics I think this one would drop a couple spots now I didn't think it held up the first like the first time I think the first time I saw it maybe even the second time it was still like I was on that high it's like this film came out of nowhere and it's like this is knocked me that great and then ended up being one of the best films that year. You yeah, know? Groot and a fucking talking raccoon. It was yeah. awesome. But How are this doctor? time around I found it's like some of the jokes were still funny to them. Some of them didn't work as well. But overall, I don't think there's really much to the film. Mm-hmm. And I don't think in this film at least there's really much character development. You don't really know that much. You you get bits here and there. Well, you get
1: to know the characters a little bit. like but, interact.
0: But, but yeah, it's just kind of like you're just getting to see these guys get together which is fun. Mm-hmm. But it, the overall plot I don't think is very yeah. exciting. Ronan's not a very exciting villain and then I thought the ending kind of weak yeah like the whole thing even like Michael weak.
1: Roker's character was kind of like a, yeah he doesn't have much to do with
0: it I just like yeah. I, I, I heard then and I still hear people comparing it to Star Wars and I get maybe this is yeah. Star Wars to this generation but that's sad to me because yeah this in my opinion doesn't compare at all to Star Wars I mean Star Wars is like this magical film you look at all the ideas and and things they introduce in Star Wars lightsabers and this whole Jedi thing and they introduce so many unique and and fresh ideas and this thing like it's all really well done but there's nothing we've seen before
1: characters and fun it's pretty much what it is Yeah, it's it's, it's,
0: to me it's just kind of like a fun sci-fi movie but uh, you know I would say it more compares to uh, like a Flash Gordon of the 80s or something like that that's definitely it as opposed to a Star Wars I don't think it's anywhere near that level but yeah wanted to throw that out? Uh, I would probably give it three and a half out of five. Yeah, that again. I, I still had fun with it. It's a really fun film, but I, I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know people really love this film, and I'd, I'd rather watch Batman versus Superman myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> had to throw out there because yeah. one of our listeners could say because every episode <laughs> I somehow throw that in there and you know i never thought about people. that but you actually do oh yeah well we talk a lot about comic book yeah. films and to me if you're going to compare comic book films at least recent ones you got to compare it to like everything mm, and fair enough to me again that's still out of everything that's being offered that's the one that stood out to me more than all these other ones myself but uh anyways i won't talk about it more let's talk about guardians of the galaxy volume two from this yeah. year i've been really excited to watch this again this one i felt at least it's it's kind of weird the way it's set up it's like the first half there's lots of comedy and then it gets just like they get separated and they get stuck on the half of them get stuck on this planet and then it's just like really serious and real eh? emotional and character moments and it's like it's almost um i don't don't know how to describe it bipolar yeah it it, it didn't i almost didn't really know what it wanted to be like the first half and a lot of the jokes in the first half, I thought some of them worked. I, I chuckled a couple of times, but mm-hmm. I thought a lot of them didn't. I don't think all the comedy worked. Drax, uh, I was talking to someone about this the other day at work, and like, yeah, he's, he's really weird in this. Like, the whole film, the first film, he's like, really, he doesn't understand um, human
1: contact or like well, a human interaction. Humor,
0: and he doesn't understand um, sarcasm and stuff yeah. like that. And then this film, like, the whole film, he's laughing his head off and he's just having a great time. I guess it's supposed mm-hmm. to be maybe that Guardians have run off on him, but I I don't know. I thought he was, it was a little too much. Like I thought he was good. in the first five minutes he, he did like huge laughs twice. And I was just like, okay, this is a little much. We get this guy's fucking loving life, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I thought it kind of went against what made him so unique in the first film. Uh, Groot and Rocket Raccoon. Um, Rocket Raccoon is still probably the star of these films. He had oh, some great moments, sure. but he gets like separated, so you don't get enough of him. Mm. And Groot, fucking baby Groot, man! I said this before I even saw the film because I, I knew all these uh, all these women and girl uh, yeah. little kids would be so excited for him. And I get that. I mean, our son has yeah. saw the movie, and he loves little baby Groot, of
1: course. But he sucked, man. <laughs> you didn't like him? I thought it was like so much fun with him. Nah, like a, he sucked. With that intro scene where they're fighting the monsters, kind of running yeah, around dancing. Uh, I thought that.
0: We was... already saw him dance at the end of the last. Film. Yeah. that scene was pretty good but yeah. again like compared to the first one I thought the first one he was such this interesting character yeah. so bad all the powers he did and this one he doesn't really do anything because he's just a baby so yeah. he doesn't ha- he can't do anything he's just there for a couple of jokes like yeah. they took away like the coolest looking character and and coolest powers hmm. from any character and, and- it's he'll just a shame back, that he's though. gone. Oh, I know he's going to come yeah. back, but again, I'm, I'm reviewing this yeah. film. I'm sure he'll be great in part three, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I thought it, it was really disappointing because to me, again, the highlight of the first film was those two the camaraderie between those two and yeah. just the action scenes him jumping on his back and him whipping around and yeah. like there's a cool scene in the first film with a jail and he picks with up the, the uh, perp and shoves his branches up his nose yeah. which yeah i was i was watching this with our son and we had to stop him like yeah this probably is not appropriate for our son <laughs> i didn't really realize how violent it was and you know there's a lot of language and stuff is there anyways uh so yeah i was disappointed with him yeah i don't, I don't know i didn't love this film oh no you know, I would be surprised if it makes my top 10. Uh, I do think, you know who stole this movie, though? Sylvester Alone? no oh, fuck Kurt Russell man. right
1: Tango and Cash were back Kurt together Russell, in a movie man did you yeah, know
0: that yeah but they didn't get a scene <laughs> well, I know but still but Kurt Russell was so fucking good in this yeah, film Like he was just, so good. just he's a guy like no wonder Tarantino loves mm-hmm. him and everyone wants if you want a guy just to like sit in a room and listen to him talk for 20 minutes you in a scene you get him you get Kurt Russell he, he was, was so, so good, good. Like, it's just, it was perfect he was a great he made like telling yeah. these stories that should have been in yeah. a boring part of the movie really interesting and mm-hmm. I think anytime he was on the screen, yeah, uh, I was into it, but again, I don't want to spoil. But what happens yeah. some later on, and you're getting more CGI so. and less Kurt Russell. I think it kind of, again, it's like it, it lost me there. because oh, yeah? I think it worked as Kurt Russell. I didn't really mm-hmm. want to see actually, yeah, and the, the yeah the ending. I mean, I, I thought the ending
1: kind of broke. I, I get it. It's but, hard yeah.
0: to do. I mean, it's ballsy of them. The yeah. villain. I don't know if I'm spoiling. But I think everyone knows the yeah. villain is Ego, who is a planet. How do you have people fight a planet? Mm-hmm. Well, you just have to have a lot of crazy... It was just like yeah. a mess. Too many characters, all this shit going on, lots of CGI. Again, that's a problem I have with a lot of these films. But
1: how gorgeous did that look, though, at the end? Oh, I guess you didn't watch it in theaters, eh? You just saw it here? Yeah. Yeah. In theaters, they, like IMAX, it looked gorgeous. Like just the battle on the, the planet? The battle on the planet, like the actual planet itself. Like it was... Well, I don't know. It was cool, man.
0: I, I don't know. I, yeah, I didn't really... I thought... didn't didn't like it really I still hate when they use the word a-holes constantly I know that that's like their thing
1: they're trying to make it cool and it just doesn't work they don't like Baby Groot you don't like them saying a-holes this is definitely not a movie for you
0: I will say though I did like the surprise Mm -hmm. twist I thought when you actually find out what is going on I thought that was Mm -hmm. pretty interesting and kind of dark for this film there's lots of character development emotional beats, as we mentioned. I think some of them work. Some of them I didn't care about. I mean, this yeah. film is really, and he said this from the beginning, when he wanted to do a sequel, he wanted to do a smaller, more character-driven. And that's what yeah. this is. It's all about family. It's about yeah. Peter Quill yeah. and his father. It's about... Michael um, Roker? And then, well, Roker and... Uh, I don't know if I'm spoiling who yeah. his actual father is. I won't say. Mm-hmm. And then it's also, you know, you have uh, Gamora and um, Nebula. Yeah. And Thanos is mentioned there. Mm-hmm. Um, shame that he's not involved at all, even in the in after credit. Five for that four or five yeah. fucking after credit scenes and they couldn't yeah. throw Thanos in there? That is bullshit, man. Right? I was so <laughs> waiting for that. They keep on like don't yeah. do a movie that's all about his kids and he's yep. mentioned throughout and not have him at all in it. And I thought he was really missing to not be in it even just for a small scene. But I will say, yeah, I, I thought the twist was kind of cool. Some of the family stuff worked. I think some of it didn't at all. Some of it I was just like, I don't mm-hmm. care about this. Like yeah. I mean I don't know that that's the problem with this film. I, I thought the first film was like came out of nowhere and it wasn't anything that you haven't seen before but it was constantly just this fun little action sci-fi and I thought this one it's like it started like that and then it just you know they all get split up and it's kind of depressing it's trying to be too serious and I don't think it necessarily works with these characters uh, Mm. myself but I will say though um, without shitting on it too much the ending I don't want to spoil who but someone major does die and the way that one thing Marvel does great is funerals man and Thor the Dark World terrible movie but that awesome funeral scene yeah. they have the ships and this one the same way with all the fire car like yeah, it, it was cool it was really cool so I, I thought that was great I enjoyed all that but yeah it sounds like I enjoyed it I really mm-hmm. did I gave the first film a 3.5 on second viewing uh, I say this one same thing I'd say it's to, to me it's pretty much equal to the first film you know what the first film was missing this film delivers a little bit more character development emotional yeah. beats but at the same time I think then you lose a lot of the fun moments so I do think it's fun harmless but I, I also feel like this one even more so than the first is kind of forgettable like I just watch it and I've already forgot most oh, yeah. of it and I think when it comes to the end of the year to forget put it? together my top 10 I, I, yeah I it would have to be a, a week year in my opinion to make it I, I don't know Yeah, I thought I've only seen I still need to see Spider-Man which I've heard is fantastic yeah. but I thought Logan destroyed this and I thought yeah. uh, Wonder Woman I would even put over it uh, myself so uh,
1: yeah what, what else did you watch? Do you remember a movie called Dead Time Stories? Yeah I think I've seen yeah. it It's an anthology movie it's a wraparound this uh, uncle is telling his uh, I guess nephew yeah, these yeah. stories like. but they almost like a fairy tale but they have a bit of a, like a
0: Oh, actually, no, I haven't seen this, but Scream Factory released on Blu-ray, and I've been meaning to pick it up, because I'm a huge anthology fan. I I know about it. It is
1: so goofy. It is so uh, silly and absurd, and it is so amazing. I had such a good time with this movie. It is 80s up your ass, man. Amazing. Uncle's telling a story. So a little of a Riding Hood, a little of a blonde sophomore with big milky jugs. Like Uncle, Mom never told this way. I'm telling the story, kid.
0: <laughs> so is it him react? Is it like modern takes of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well yeah, awesome. modern
1: by the eighties. Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah. like and I guess um Goldie Locks is a girl who has like telekinetic power who just goes around like killing people. Awesome. And the, yeah, the Bear family is these guys who just escape from mental asylum. So it's it's a ton yeah, it of fun. Sounds like right has an alley. Uh, three witches uh, at the beginning. It has three stories. One with the three witches. I don't know what story they were trying to tell, hmm. but there is um, three witches. There is a uh, little Red Riding Hood, and there is the uh, Goldilocks and three bears. Huh. But the effects in this is really cool, man. There's one scene where this body reanimates itself that takes like a good like four minutes, but it's so interesting how they did it. So I recommend it, man. I had some fun with it, so I'm gonna give a I gotta give it maybe three point five. Yeah, but it's definitely a fun up your ass 80s movie
0: yeah I, I, I'm gonna pick it up eventually yeah, I've been waiting to find it for like under 20 you will dig it man
1: it's pretty much like Tales from the Dark Side but less uh, full of itself less
0: anthologies is like that yeah. one genre even the bad ones I'll Are still good. dig in. as yeah. long as there's like one good story yeah. to me like I'll, I'll put and the wrap round
1: I really dug too
0: at least in '80s, I mean, some of the modern ones are tough to get through, but the '80s yeah. ones, I find there's always, you know, at least you know, sixty percent of it's yeah.
1: good or worth a watch. You'll have fun with this one.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you watch anything else? No, there? that's it
1: for me. You want to get into Phantasm? Yeah, I 4? guess.
0: Uh, yeah, we've been jabbering on long enough. Let's get into the reason why we're here. Here is the trailer for Phantasm Four Oblivion from 1998.
1: Phantasm. The delusion of a disordered mind, a phantom, a spirit. A terrifying motion picture experience. For 20 years, the secret of the spheres has remained a mystery. Now, two innocent people are about to confront the ultimate. The final game, I'll begin.
0: So, Phantasm Four: Oblivion, this is a strange
1: film to review. (laughs) It is very interesting. It's almost like they took two separate movies and spliced in a bunch of um, footage from the first movie. Well, that's exactly what they did. Yeah,
0: Yeah, the the, the first film was like this kind of nightmarish, surreal, kind of dreamlike film, and then the second one was like this fun kind of action horror film. Yeah. And then the third one, kind of a goofy action horror film. Yeah. And now this one kind of goes back to the first film, I'd say. Yeah. And it's, it's very, it's a lot smaller. It's not, there's some action scenes. There's definitely a couple of cool action scenes, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, as action-packed as yeah. the... the t- two and three it goes back to more of a smaller kind of and it is kind of a surreal not so much nightmarish it's not as all over the place the first one. where the first one, it literally feels like let's just throw all these scenes it's in a bit together it's disjointed right I, yeah it's not as disjointed as the yeah. first film that's the way looking for you know, that one they like, could get away with and just say, oh, it's a nightmare and, you yeah. you know, fucking deal with it. Yeah. This film, it, it follows a little bit more of a plot. It's a little bit more linear, but it does, you get into all these flashbacks throughout.
1: And, like, the flashbacks are so weird. Like That's what I think uh, my biggest flaw with this movie is I had no idea when these flashbacks would have occurred during the timeline. It kind of, like, they're hard to watch back to back to back because there's no, like, a... Uh, uh, proper timelines, like, oh, maybe that happened. Maybe it didn't. Maybe he died in a car accident. Maybe he didn't. Uh, maybe he cut him down from a tree when he was hanging. Maybe he didn't. Like, you know, that kind of... I,
0: I disagree, actually. My yeah. favorite part of this film was the flashbacks. I thought, like, they were very well edited together. Like, it mm-hmm. almost... Obviously, you know what's not, but it almost feels like they had these flashbacks planned. Like, I thought they really... The way he mixed them in, it, it's almost like, I don't know if he based the film around the flashbacks, but it almost yeah. feels like they were meant to, like everything kind of connects, I thought. I thought I they did a great know. job. Because Phantasm 1, I guess we talked about it on the first episode, but yeah, it was like originally a three-hour cut and he cut out all these scenes and awesomely you get all those scenes in this movie yeah. like you get all these cool takes uh, just a lot of great scenes that uh, you know I would, I'm glad I would have loved the, to see in the they, they were kind of cool well I thought there was a that. lot of great moments yeah. that um, you know I was glad to see in this film but yeah I thought they kind of connected well like mm-hmm. they would somehow relate you know he'd be in the scene thinking about something and then it would go back to his flashback that kind of relates it's not like so obvious but I, I thought they all kind of played well with the story at hand. I, I don't know. I That was probably my favorite part about the film. I don't know. I felt like
1: all um, oh, the timeline of these movies make absolutely no sense to me. And this didn't do anything to uh, clarify well, I think, any um, of it.
0: I think other than part one where you have that twist ending, yeah, which happen. again, I think you just have to take it as that, that some of it was in his head, some of it was a dream, and some of it was just a different take. Like maybe... It was actually Jody and not Reggie, so yeah, you know, Jody died, not Reggie, and all that. So I don't know. The the first film, that twist ending kind of throws you for a loop, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think part two and three are pretty linear, and, yeah. and this one, I think. I don't know. There wasn't too many moments I was confused in this. If anything, no. I, th- I thought it, it mostly made sense. Yeah. I mean, th- it definitely left you with a lot of answers, yeah. which we'll go over in our spoiler section. Yeah. Or sorry, a lot of questions,
1: which we'll go yeah. over in our spoiler well, section. Get but it answered a few things too. Which is, yeah, all right.
0: we do get to it dives a little into the origins of the tall man. Mm. Uh, you learn he was like a doctor you slash get to scientist. See him actually,
1: act rather than like bore. Actually, see him, oh, but, welcome. Which is weird because though, I, I thought
0: some of that stuff was kind of bad acting. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> some of the acting in this film is bad. Some of it's uh mm. well most of it's good though. I didn't yeah. have too many problems. But yeah you find out he's a scientist slash um, um no he was he a mortician I, I thought think he, was he was a, a director. I thought he was a scientist and Was do- oh, he? doctor. Oh. Anyways you but you learned I don't know if we're explaining anything. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't think so but you learned that he created this portal and then went into it and then came out the torment. I would assume you don't really learn why did they no, mention why he, he was trying to say create this? Anything. I assume it's supposed to be for the good of man but yeah. it comes out the other side. But even that um how do we say it? so spoiling we can talk about it a little more and then even that though it's kind of up to you to decide what like I'll just say Tall Man is somewhat leading him on this journey so why would he lead him on to the origins of himself and to like do you think he's kind of fucking
1: with him I don't get that either like why is he like I want this Michael is he trying to to learn the whole origins of of his creation and and whatnot
0: so I don't know there's definitely a lot of moments like that in this film where it's like can we actually trust what is happening on screen yeah. or is it all like mm-hmm. a ruse by the tall man? You know what I mean? But there, there's a lot of, um, again, the, the action scenes in this are few and far between but the ones there are pretty cool. We yeah. get a zombie cop. Yeah, oh, that was um, cool. You know, you got Reggie delivering. Do you
1: feel like Reggie's story was almost like a, like a comedy and uh, Michael's story is like almost like a
0: am about to die. Well, go I, I think, yeah. Well, ass. I think Mike's, yeah, because they get split up and Mike yeah. is just off. It's two
1: It's two movies, right? Like, yeah. It has like Reggie being like his bumbling self, like picking up hitchhikers and like her boobs are trying to kill him, like because her spears are hidden in her pits. Yeah. And then there's a guy like the uh, Michael's like, I'm about to die. And he's writing his like a uh, suicide note and,
0: journal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think again, they, they needed that. I think it's like, again, yeah. he wanted a smaller film. So it's Mike going off to like this deserted desert oh. with mountains and everything to try to figure out Death Valley what exactly is going on and then so I think you needed Reggie to kind of deliver the action scenes as he's trying to get to Mike or else it would just be this really Mm -hmm. small indie kind of depressing film but yeah there's some cool you get like the zombie cop He's Reggie's got the four-barreled shotgun delivering the one-liners like blow me
1: (laughs) cops are real assholes he kind of seems like he's
0: trying to do a Bruce Campbell and even the one scene reminded me of something that would be in a Sam Raimi evil dead film where he shoots cop and all like the the yellow goo is coming on his his mouth yeah. Like you mentioned, you, there's a cool scene where the woman has like her breasts are two spears. <laughs> But yeah, the, of course you get the, it's now become a staple in every Phantasm film is the car flip, um, oh, yeah. but this one isn't as exciting. I guess after part three where they literally did that insane yeah. Superman flip, they're like, yeah, let's not even try to yeah. compete with that, but right. you do get one in this if, if, you, if you're worried that you're not going to. Um, it's there. But, and you know, you get some Reggie fighting off some dwarfs again, but it, it, the action scenes definitely aren't that exciting. They, there's not as many creatures I and stuff. I think the atmosphere, actually
1: the midgets look really cool and there's a lot of like, them like uh, hiding in the background just yeah. seeing, like, glimpses of them like in the window like oh shit it's right there yeah. that was kind of cool but
0: again this it's because this film isn't trying to be I think he even yeah. said like he felt he went a little too action yeah. too goofy in the third film so this one is him trying to return to the basics yeah. of the first film and it, and worked. it, it is there is, is one actually
1: chilling scene where it takes place I guess like downtown uh, probably LA but it's like abandoned. Like, well, yeah, that's actually... How um, will they get this budget? Yeah, I actually looked into it's that. It's terrible. Like, it's almost like, uh, you know 28 Days Later when yeah. you walk through London? Like, yeah. How do they do this?
0: It's actually, well, the, the, that was actually Wiltshire Boulevard in LA and it's yeah. actually the busiest street it's, in LA. Right? Apparently what they did is uh, 10 minutes, they had 10 minutes to film the scene. They didn't get any... Um, permits? Permits. And uh, during the sunrise on Thanksgiving, I guess, they went and there was no one there. And so they, they had just did had 10 minutes and they, they filmed. A lot of this film, I mean, I if- mean... Coscarelli does it a lot a lot of that guerrilla yeah. filmmaking he, he did that you know the first film I think in mm-hmm. some of the other sequels as well but the, the same thing there's like when they go to the hotel they didn't have any permits they just found this deserted cabin made it look like a motel oh, really? the best they could and went and shot there and probably
1: smashed that's kind of cool
0: but yeah it, it's kind of cool what I, I think in all these films I mean even you know even the second film that had like a 15 million dollar budget none of them had huge budgets yeah. and I think Coscarelli is one of those guys that always can like mm-hmm. make Deliver that a million film. dollars look like 10 million Dollars, yeah. and I think he does a great job. He does a great job. This like this year. film had, I think, a pretty small budget. Mm-hmm. It was shot in like twenty eight days or something, and not a not a and budget at
1: all. A lot of it is, I guess, is like uh, unused footage. from Yeah, the exactly. First movie. So
0: that that helped as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. There, there's a lot of um, lot of cool uh, set pieces. I mean, the mm-hmm. the LA desert, LA, the desert mountains are, are kind of yeah. cool. There's another scene like on the beach, the rocky beach. Yeah. That's all like again, like very like bright and again deserted. Uh, this film is is a film that's like. It's really about quiet moments, really isolated. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really only like what two other than the the Tom and the couple of villains is really. It's really a two yeah. character. Well, Jody's there so i guess three characters but it's really michael is off on his own and he gets visited by jody and then reggie trying to get to michael and he meets some monsters along the way he meets a woman along the way of course you have to have reggie trying to flirt with a woman which you get of course those ridiculous moments where she's changing behind a curtain and he's telling her about the tom but she has to keep on stopping to like interrupt the story it's saying how ridiculous but always like at parts where she's like half undressed which i thought was funny and
1: again like did you know? He, his his hair is all like long and flowing. He's like wearing like a robe. He's like, yeah, I've been chasing the uh, tall man for a couple of years now, and he's all like suave and shit. Well, it's the thing. Like, you always get the. It's like on one hand, he's like coming off as like a date rapist,
0: mm-hmm. but on the other hand, he's so charming. It's like, you know, you you want to yeah. like this guy, but sometimes it's like like he's got the woman, and he just like I'm just gonna try to sleep with her, and, yeah. and usually she goes with it, yeah, of course. In <laughs> these films, like, it's one of those films. that's like. I, it's a little bit creepy but mm. again the way it's done and Reggie's so charming that you just you never really think yeah. about it until like after you're like eh, that was a little bit creepy when you actually think about it especially it's always him like Reggie's you know this, yeah uh, not a, not a <laughs> yeah you know and it's always like I, these I hot, hot like, bosom like blondes and... <laughs>
1: ponytail out and he actually has like the long skull in <laughs> hair, I thought that was amazing <laughs> Um,
0: uh, the score is pretty solid in this. Again, they I think they just took a lot of the repeated the score. Yeah. Um, I think this was a Fred Fred Miro. Was that the guy that did the score? Mm-hmm. I think this is. But this was his last film. I think he died after oh. this was finished. But you got a lot of the, the great uh, moments repeated from the Phantom score. But then I also found he kind of delivered some emotional kind of score moments, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah, it is a little dull at times. I mean, mm-hmm. there's times where you just get and it's Michael sitting on rocks and we have like a minute shot of just yeah. him sitting there. But again, I don't know... I it was a nice change of pace. I think like, mm. I feel like Coscarelli was part three, I enjoyed it as entertaining, but yeah. it was getting to the point where it's getting so, so goofy. Yeah, like, silly. do you, do you go to the point where it's army of darkness or bring it back? And yeah, I, I think it's kind of the smart job, decision. Uh, you know, this mythology he set up, I think it works better mm. by doing this type of film, as opposed to just getting goofier and goofier. But yeah, th- that's my overall thoughts. I mean, I have a yeah. couple, um, thoughts on some Spoilers. scenes we can talk about, but, um, Yeah, did
1: you have anything else you want to add in your overall Uh, opinion? Not really. Do you know the Shania Twain video where she's in the desert, like, walking? It kind of looked like when the tall man is walking towards Michael when <laughs> he was hanging from the tree. It looked like the Shania Twain video. <laughs> I, I don't know. Kind right. of. But right. not really. All right.
0: Uh, I wanted to mention, so, um, I don't know if this is a spoiler. Uh, I'm assuming if you're listening to us talk about part four, you've either... Yeah. You've probably seen part there three. There's no
1: way you could watch this movie unless you saw, like, yeah. uh, two and three. And yeah, like, exactly. Watch the entire franchise, right? I, I think, yeah. I think the, this is
0: one of the few franchises where you got to really watch yeah. them all in, in order. But um the home alone kid from part three, he just did you notice he disappeared? They didn't even like because part a three and yeah, this. part three ends with him him getting sucked into the mirror. And, like, Reggie being attached yeah. to the wall with all
1: the uh, spheres.
0: Apparently, there was going to be a scene where it was going to be the dwarfs, like, ravagely eating his face and shit. Oh, that would um, be amazing. But,
1: uh, yeah, they didn't They, they didn't the really uh, don't... They uh, unsanctimoniously send these guys off. Like, the girl, like, in the second one, got her head cut off and, like, thrown at somebody. Yeah. And the, 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 yeah, Mid just ate her. And then the second one, the kid just dies. Yeah. yeah.
0: If you're not Reggie and you're not Michael, you're, uh, you're not You are safe. not going to... Oh, the psychic... Mm. She's the tall man's wife. Weird, right? In this, the psychic from the first film. She I don't think it's the same actress. Some but like a ghostly apparitions. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. So again, is I guess there's some kind of connection to that. Uh, Mike, you now get to see he he's again. The third film ends again. We're spoiling here if he, the third film, but mm-hmm. it ends with him having the spear inside him yeah and now this one he also has the psycho um, kinesis powers he can move shit with his mind weird right um, he sets up this big elaborate trap and it does fucking nothing <laughs> it builds up man it's yeah. showing him to do this montage he's building this big trap and then you get to see what it does and it's like oh, oh that, that's that's kind cool. of uh, anti-climatic Reggie of course, in the finale, you get to get to see him uh, put on the uh, ice cream.
1: <laughs> I thought that was so
0: random; makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. But sure, you just yeah. go with it. Phantasm fans will yeah. love this. That's pretty much exactly why I did it. <laughs> but just like you know, it's supposed to be this years later. He's been on the road. The, the cars he's been a road destroyed. Boy right now, you know, I don't know where they keep on getting money from. But yeah, he's just lived like a bum. But he happens to have his mint condition ice cream. Ice cream man outfit. I thought that was kind of random, but whatever. It was kind of cool. Um, the double barrel shotgun is. The- Throughout this. And he makes uh which makes ample use of it. What I noticed about that though, it's actually really when you think about a terrible weapon. It really
1: doesn't make because, sense. Right?
0: Every time you load, you have to put in four bullets, and it's like, you could have killed that dwarf with one shotgun yep. bullet. Why waste four every time? Think about that. You know how many bullets you'd have to care if every oh, yeah. time you shoot, you're wasting four, and then you have to sit there and load right. four? And in the film, you see it. Like, he's taking... They almost get him, because he's taking mm. so long to load the gun. So, really, as awesome as it is, it's kind of a terrible It just looks cool. weapon. And, uh, yeah, I won't spoil it. We can maybe talk about a little bit more in, the, in this, this spoiler section, but um, I love the... I know a lot of people, I was reading reviews, and everyone, this was like one of their main complaints. I mean, and again, maybe because we're getting a part, now we know there's part five, at the time there wasn't. But even if there wasn't a part five, I love the ending in this film.
1: Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool, It it
0: doesn't explain anything. It leaves a lot open, but it's just like really kind of haunting, somber finale Mm -hmm. that, um, again, it leaves you with more questions than answering anything. But I just think it works perfectly. (laughs) I don't want to spoil what it is.
1: Well, we get into like we'll do spoilers.
0: Yeah, like, no. we'll do the spoilers, yeah. but yeah, it really worked for me, and I almost am disappointed because I've heard five that they made isn't five. Great. Yeah, I think it would have been a cool way to end on that. Mind yeah. you, I mean, I I wish there was more answers, but I've heard five doesn't. It answers a couple of things, but then throws out 10 more questions as well. So, I feel
1: that every movie yeah. in this franchise is doing the exact same thing. And
0: again, it's because made admitted yeah. it. he was just making the ship as he went
1: along. I assume this so. one was a, a cash grab.
0: But anyways, yeah, we, we'll talk about it a little bit more in mm-hmm. spoilers. I have a lot of questions to see if any of us can yeah. answer them. But... Uh, yeah, can we mention too that the tall man in the desert, there's all these portals? Oh, yeah, I thought that was kind of so, cool. So, yeah, you find out that um, the tall man is pretty much can travel anywhere and mm-hmm. through time. Um, I don't think we're spoiling too much by yeah. saying that. And that's how there's all these different tall portals. men. And, and uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more in the spoiler section about all the stuff they do not answer and mm-hmm. if maybe you have any answer. Oh, one last thing. The end credits of song playing. Have you seen it? It's uh, performed, uh, that's Reggie Bannister. Oh, is it? Uh, his band, uh, Reggie B and the Jizz Willin Ya yeah Doggies.
1: Jizz Willin Ya yeah Doggies?
0: Willin oh. Ya yeah Doggies. It's from their 1996 album, Fool's Paradise. So I am okay with this. I know. I, I, I got to pick this album up. I think I know what your Christmas gift is going to be. <laughs> yeah. I got to pick this album up. I, I'm really hoping it's like one of those things where you can find it for three bucks. Yeah. It's not like this really expensive, rare
1: album. Yeah, I assume you can probably pick it up.
0: Um, well, I know some of these things, it's like because I only yeah. made so many. Yeah, it's like just true. horror fans want them, they get really expensive. It's like you would think like a Steven Seagal uh, so, score album would be $5 and it's yeah.
1: like $200 or something because they didn't make many of that's them. That's crazy. So I got a question. Uh, there was one scene where all three guys are sitting on the uh, Hemikuda oh, playing guitar yeah, nice. on the beach but they're all like younger which I thought was kind of cool. I got cool. a semi during that. Yeah. I was like, I was waiting for them to yeah. start singing. Uh, I was kind of hoping they would. Sitting here in the morning yeah. Sitting till the afternoon. No, no, no. Um, anyways, what are you going to give? Um, I, I've been thinking about this. I, I was going to give it 2.5, but I got to give it a 3. Like, it is pretty yeah, good.
0: That's, it's funny. I've been fighting between yeah. those two as well. I don't know if I want to go 2.5 or 3. On one hand, it's like, it's not as entertaining. I gave yeah. the third film a 3. It's not as entertaining. I'll yeah. probably watch three more. But on the other hand, I kind of like that it's different and yeah. goes back to being this kind of like. It wasn't. as It gives bad. you a lot more to think about. I think this film, whereas the third film, you had nothing yeah. to think about. It's just like this is fun, yeah.
1: It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. With like when you hear about like a, oh, it's splashed with like a, a throwbacks, you're thinking like a Silent Night, Deadly Night two, but it no. Wasn't again, bad, bad. the difference was, is like yeah.
0: that film was literally yeah. fucking yeah. half the movie the first. Side Night Deadly. Yeah, exactly. This, this, this film, wasn't, it actually this film, it's like all the new. scenes are like, yeah, it's all alternate takes or new scenes that you never got to see in the first film, which I thought was really oh. cool. Um, yeah, I've been fighting that too. I, I wrote down two point
1: five, but I could yeah. go three. That's uh, yeah, that seems about right. It's
0: between there, yeah. depending on what mood. I, I remember the first time I watched, it, I really enjoyed it. This time, a little bit less so. But anyways, um, yeah, it's either way. It's if you've if you've watched yeah. the first three, in my opinion, it's not a huge drop. It this is a franchise I'd say is pretty yeah, even even-teal. i mean obviously i think it starts out high it drops a little bit but it stays around that yeah. same spot uh depending i think it all depends to what mood you're in for you yeah I mean, if you're in the mood for like this fun you know action film and watch part two like i think every film it's kind of cool because even though it's done by the same director and written by and directed by don coscarelli and a lot of the same cast uh Every film has its own flavor, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of cool. That's it true. never feels like we're repeating the same film, which you got to give him credit for that. Yeah. But anyways, that, that's pretty much been our talk on um, Phantasm 3. We're going to jump into some spoilers now. So if you want to skip it, just um, look in the notes and we'll tell you what time to skip ahead to. Um, but I guess starting now, let's jump into spoilers. some spoilers. So
1: first off, that ending, man, is so fucking cool. I thought, almost like the, uh, you're starting a new day every single time you finish him, you start it all again and you got to do the exact same thing. Did you notice that? Yeah.
0: I thought that was kind of cool. Well, yeah. So what happens is Mike sets his trap, and Reggie's got the shotgun. You think they're going to take out the tall man And the trap, they blow him up, and the tall man just appears out of another another portal. It's like nothing for him. Reggie can't get off the shotgun. Reggie can never get his load off. Um, Yeah, fucking Reggie. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so it ends with, like, Mike practically dying mm-hmm. well not practically he is he dying and uh talman just disappears and uh and reggie goes after him and says don't worry I'll, I'll get him and save you and then it just and then he jumps in the portal but then we go back to the the Beginning. 70s when he's a kid and it's just them sitting in on in the um driving in his ice cream truck and there's it's kind of this cool little moment between mm-hmm. them and then you hear in the background is um reggie in the future i yeah. guess Kind of whispering, like "Don't worry, I'll save you" or something. So, what, what do you yeah. think? It's like he's going back in time. Do you think this is now going back in time, or I'm what do you think is sure happening? He's going right back. Another? To the beginning. Do you think it's another dimension? I think he's going
1: right back, and the- he's got to do it all over again. Yeah, it kind of deal. And like he's going to have the voice in his head to kind of just take him on. I think. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely. It's, it's a weird I think it's a really movie, cool yeah. ending,
0: though. It kind of does like, just, I thought that was kind of interesting. It leaves it open to you mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Is this like is it a negative ending because Tom yeah. Man's one, or is it a positive because they're going to go back and they have another chance to going do it differently? Him. But now they have you know hopefully you know maybe reggie there to kind of
1: what i didn't older future reggie to guide is them mike a bad dude in this one like why i mean is he, jody jody yes yeah. do you do jody a bad dude in this? yeah one? Like, I, think, I think i think it's right? supposed to
0: be i mean it really makes no sense because yeah. he helped him a lot in the third film but yeah. I, I think it's definitely supposed to be that he's been working for the tall man the whole yeah. time but again what makes no sense about that is why would the tall man send jody if he's working for him to teach mike his origins right You think that would kind of like, he wouldn't want people to know about his story. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I almost got the impression throughout the film that the tall man was almost like, grooming mike grooming to mike man. to become the tall man he gives yeah. him like the the, the costume he's yeah. never never kills him yeah he's constantly like saying i have plans for you yeah, yeah he gives him literally an outfit that looks like his outfit yeah weird right and it just seems like he's kind of wants him to learn about what yeah. he is so i don't know it's it's really weird It leaves it's a lot odd, open right? and even reggie i mean he doesn't kill reggie is it just because he doesn't feel reggie's a yeah. threat he's like an ant, or is it that he doesn't want to piss off mike too much yeah like it's, who knows? There's definitely a lot of interesting, um, and I don't ideas think we're going to get any answers. It's like, no, I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't find out Morningside. Um, so yeah, what's
1: yeah. his name? Um, uh, Albert Foyle Morningside or Jebediah Morningside Jebediah.
0: is a tall man. So yeah, he's like this. You've seen seems like a good-hearted guy. He goes into the portal and then comes out five seconds later, and he's like, no, he's not the same guy. He's already he's changed. A tall man, and he's the tall man. He's evil. Like we don't know what happened in yeah. that time. Where did he go?
1: yeah
0: uh, again they never do and they probably will never explain what. where do these portals take you yeah. are they is it some like I always thought I read it was like alien technology yeah, but like, or is it did he go to hell where and it is out? it like
1: the tentacle from part two is the yeah. question I gotta ask
0: um, the other thing I have is um, what happened to the red planet we don't see that in this one instead yeah. the portals take you to the, like all different weird, times right? and in this one it's more about traveling through times yeah and, again, why are those dwarfs needed? Like, hmm. he, apparently he's going after getting all these dead people to get these dwarfs for slaves, but yeah. wh- what's their mission? Yeah, wh- what are they doing? We don't know, because they totally threw away that yeah. plot in this film.
1: I'm pretty sure, like, it's like, oh, well, well, if I can just figure hmm. it out.
0: I mean, again, I, I think it's fascinating, because yeah. you can discuss like this yeah. even though it, it may just be in a, you know, a, a cop out maybe yeah. net doesn't have plans for any of this and it's just like i'm just going to throw out cool shit and you guys I, put I'm together i'm curious your own how ideas. many uh,
1: these questions are going to be answered in 5 if any of them I are don't, i not yeah. i bet you know
0: them cuz Coscarly didn't even direct it 5 started out as like just like, let's do some tests with special effects and like it, let's uh, do a web series and then okay well why don't we turn this into a film like yeah i have a feeling it's not going to be very well plotted yeah. out, but i could be wrong but yeah I, I don't know i think personally i know a lot of people have problems that nothing is answered yeah. And this type of film that is a surreal kind of nightmare for the most part franchise I, I'm kind of almost fine yeah with them throwing out a bunch of ideas and you know you, you figure it out not even figure it out I don't think you can figure it out but you put together your own ideas in your own head yeah it's almost like what's scarier showing the monster or what you think the yeah, monster should look exactly, like and I yeah. think this film kind of works in that sense where like we're gonna throw out cool ideas and you what do you think is going on in those portals mm-hmm. what do you think those dwarfs are what yeah. do you think happened to the tall man in that time so I don't know and, and again I think the ending is fantastic the way it yeah. ends I think I think it's a really cool i mean again i'm I, I'm not i don't know if i could say i'm an optim in these films if, if i really like the character in the film i can look optimistic yeah and i definitely looked at the ending as an optimistic a positive ending if the, they're going to now get the tall man one day one day um but i could definitely see people not looking at it that way i guess that's it for spoilers yeah anything think so. that? yeah either way i don't know i think this film was was pretty cool yeah um i think it's a great i
1: think my biggest qualms is in that Answer the questions, and that's kind of it's a little bit, uh, well, it gives you a bit some, disjointed. I'd find it, it, they I'd kind say. of like throw some yeah.
0: tidbits, but yeah, you definitely have to put it all yeah, together. you you got to make up your own you got to answer these questions yourself because I don't think they're ever going to be answered but yeah I, I think it's an interesting film I don't think we'll ever have a franchise like this where it's all like done by one director written yeah directed, I don't think so either and it all is like he was allowed just to do this crazy thing and like every film is, stands on its own well it doesn't really stand on its own it, you have to watch them all but yeah. it stands on its own in that they're all completely they're different, different you can watch all f- it's not like there's a lot of films where like you know you watch part one to four and by the time you get to four you're kind of tired it's the same and formula and over again right? like anything exactly. like Halloween four
1: till like seven whereas
0: like I think this film you know I'm not bored I'm excited to watch five I think every film has is doing its own thing yeah, it feels like it a completely different feeling to it um, anyways yeah I'm excited to see part five and see what happens to it um, if you want to share your thoughts of yeah. what's going on maybe again maybe some of this will be answered for part five but if That's you sure. have your own theories we'd love to hear what you think yeah. um, happened in, in these films uh, and your thoughts on the series as a whole um, if you want to get a hold of us you, you can, can
1: email us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at com.
0: And uh, you can also send to. Um, if we're going to maybe set something up. Are we the Movie City Minions or Movie City Minions? Just Movie City Minions. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I want to set up something like so people can send us MP3s or something. Yeah. I find these days it's easier for people to record a message yeah. and send us on their phone or whatever than. Um Writing, typing up a big email. Yeah. I, I know I'm lazy myself. And yeah. Nice. Uh, anyway, so we'll figure something out. But uh, we also have a Facebook page that you can like, and a group page that you can join and talk. And again, well, when we release these episodes, if you have any theories, just comment on yeah. the, on the episode, and we can, you know, I I, I usually try to go on there, and you use your on there once mm-hmm. in a while, and we can uh, get back to you. And uh, and then we also have the Twitter
1: at Movie City Maniac. Yeah. Just one. Yeah. Just, just, um, yeah. Just no, one, one maniac. One is maniac. Not
0: uh, anyways, this has been our episode. We've um, jabbled on long enough. Yeah. Gibbered on. jibbered Jabbered. Jabbered. Gibber jabbered. jibbered jabbered. jabbered uh, long enough. i put it a fool. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. This has been episode twelve. We'll be back finishing off the phantasm series. None of us have seen part five, so this oh, will be exciting. Avenger. I Haven't heard great things, but you know, I'm gonna go in with expectations, and hopefully, I can get something out of it.
1: All right, everybody. As long as I
0: see Reggie, you know, rocking
1: the, Try to bed some ladies. Bed some ladies, <laughs> rock that mop of his. Four, four, four shotgun, the quad shotgun. What's that hair called? That, that's pretty mullet. much is it. Yeah, it is a mullet. mullet right? yeah. yeah. Scullet, actually. It's a skullet. As long as he's
0: rocking a mullet or a skulllet, <laughs> I'll be a happy camper. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Stay scared. Bye. Find some way
1: to end this wicked game. This wicked game. In his twilight world